you guys are talking about is important. Uh, not very hard. Because uh, they're, like, well, open to it, right? Yeah. People are open to it. When you give them the opportunity to come into uh, a tech space, like um, our new co-working space that we just opened in the heart of Overtown. Congratulations. Well, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Absolutely. So you're one of the new businesses in Overtown? Yes, yes. we are. A space yes. called Tribe. We're uh, right across the street from Jackson Soul Food. How oh, convenient. <laughs> Can I have some green beans and bacon and I'll go to work right now? Oh, yeah, and then I'm going to go over and check out some tech over there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, when you give, when you give families... And, you know, people in the community, the chance to actually see what's going on in technology. Mm -hmm. Um, Like we do our Black Tech Family Days, which are our monthly events where we invite, you know, the families to come out and, you know, get involved in technology. So we have like different tech stations. So we actually had Microsoft come out and they did their own like little uh, game design station for the students. And, oh, my gosh, they went insane and they loved it. It, It was it was great. So it was awesome to have, you know, kids and parents there seeing what um different tech companies are in the actual community because we had a few other um, tech companies and organizations come in. We had uh, STEM for Kids. We had uh, Estella's Brilliant Bus that came down from Palm Beach. They did an activation where they were showing kids like VR and AR um, like displays where they could like watch all of these different things moving around them and then they were playing with like different robots and stuff like that. So when kids play with robots and like virtual reality and stuff, parents are like, it opens their minds and then parents are like, oh wait, this is a thing. How can I get involved with this? And that's that's how we like segue them into, you know, our um, our events like our uh, Blytech office hours where we talk about stuff like cryptocurrency. Uh, we talk about, you know, building your own businesses, financial planning, and all that different stuff. Is it, um, was it hard? Because you've been at Code Fever since the beginning, right? Uh, pretty much, yeah. So <laughs> was it hard convincing people like Microsoft to believe in the vision? Uh, Shouts to Felicia Hatcher Oh, yeah, as absolutely. Well. Definitely. So, like, how did you convince a company like Microsoft to come... Uh, it's really not that hard to convince them when mm-hmm. we've been doing, um, you know, a bunch of our workshops and our classes in the community for the past couple of years. And of course, Felicia Hatcher, she goes out all over the U.S., uh, you know, doing her speaking engagements. So uh, when she talks about these different subjects and we show off like all the different activations that we're doing, uh, these companies actively like seek us out and they look to, you know, become a part of what we're doing so we've gotten you know microsoft to help us out we've had uh, dell donate computers to us before we have you know samsung these companies are actively looking for ways to engage the communities that they're um you know serving with technology and we just so happen to be like the place and the company to connect them to the communities so ledger about your led lights that are slash Cellular. Cellular towers. <laughs> what about you convincing companies to believe in your vision? Because, I mean, you're an African-American walking into <laughs> these meetings trying to convince. Because, like, are you trying to get, like, county accounts? and? Well, city? yeah. How actually, does it work? What we actually did was end up solving a problem for uh, some of the providers here. Um, there's a there's a big fight that goes on when it comes to the street furniture, mm-hmm. um, and many of the carriers are looking for ways, different innovative ways to uh, provide coverage to other people. Exactly. And so this was this was a uh, this is you know we present the idea to them and they, it makes perfect sense when they look at it like oh well this is easy this you know we don't have to go through a whole bunch of rigmarole and a whole bunch of bureaucracy with the cities to get this implemented. They want smart city programs, and this is a way for them to be able to take advantage of it. 
So the things that you guys are into, and we'll get into it in a second, what does someone go to college and study if they want to get into it? Or they just Everything. do hands-on? Or, <laughs> Everything. Like, well, I'm, like, trying to figure out what would I go to school for to be, like, you guys? What do you, uh, what do you study? To well, all our young listeners, what should they, if they're in high school, middle school, what should they be focusing on now so that when they get to college, okay, like, what are their steps? Um, so when I was in high school, I was lucky enough to get into a uh, – a program which actually sort of guided me into engineering. I didn't know what it was before. I mm-hmm. had a, I had a couple of really good teachers that mm-hmm. ended up saying, "Hey, you know, you you good with your hands. Why don't you think about getting into uh, engineering?" That has been my journey. Um, I've always been a tinkerer, a creator, so it's you know just a natural progression of things. So what I, my advice would be if you if if that's your if that's your strong point, study engineering either mechanical, electrical, whatever it is, but also study business because you're going to have to know how to marry the two to be able to be successful. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, so if people decide to do the college route, uh, computer science would definitely be a thing to mm-hmm. focus on. But um, one of the interesting things in tech that we don't necessarily talk too much about is if college isn't necessarily the best thing for you, mm-hmm. there are definitely a thousand other ways that you can get involved in Absolutely. tech. Uh, one of the big things that's happening now is that we have you know the emergence of a lot of different coding schools all throughout the U.S. So we have uh, you know places like down here in Miami, we have WinCode, we have LaunchCode, us with the stuff that we do, um, Ironhack, all of these uh, institutions, they provide um, you know classes for people to start learning and get it, the uh, you know the core. Uh, fundamentals that they actually need to go out and get a job in the actual tech field, whether you're looking to be, uh, you know, a user experience designer, which means that you're, you know, actually designing the way the apps look when people, like, go through them. Or mm-hmm. if you want to do, you know, web design and web programming to, you know, do websites for different companies or for a specific business, building out their website and stuff like that. Um, or if you want to do freelance and do it on your own, you could definitely do that. And the importance is that uh, you don't necessarily need a college degree. You can look out and start focusing on stuff like certifications or going to one of these uh, coding schools that gives you the skills that you need to get a job. Mm-hmm. That is because everyone's not made for college. No, That's no, they're not. And uh, it, with the ex- how expensive college is, it's okay. not necessarily the be yeah. best route either. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. All right. And, and a lot of people go to college and don't even use their degree. Like yep. my cousin went and got a master's and she still couldn't, an MBA, and she still couldn't get a job in like that part. She's doing uh, something totally different. Wow. I don't even think her MBA is being used with what she's doing. Oh, man. But anyway, so lately in the news, a lot of tech news, because I've been reporting it every morning on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show in my Rise and Grind report. Three big headlines that flew across our airwaves of the internet. Um, first first one was how um, Snoop Dogg ventured firm, his venture firm just closed its debut fund with $45 million. Yep. What Casa, does that oh, mean? Oh, so he, uh, essentially what that means is that uh, Snoop is one of the, you know, the uh, big partners in his uh, firm, Casa Verde Capital. Mm-hmm. And they essentially got together a whole bunch of, you know, family offices and individual investors. And they basically got this huge fund of $45 million that they're looking to give away to different companies for, you know, a piece of their company, which is, you know, called equity when we're talking about, you know, venture capital deals. Yeah. Right. And uh, specifically what they're actually focusing on is um, 
companies that are in the cannabis industry, mm-hmm. but not dispensaries. How did I know? Oh yeah, <laughs> no, how surprising! <laughs> Snoop is in cannabis, not not shocker at all. Um, but w- the interesting thing is that they're not focusing on uh, companies that are like dispensaries and growers. Mm-hmm. Right. What they're focusing on are uh, companies that are essentially um, using cannabis to do mm-hmm. other things with it. Well, either, no, well, they're actually focusing on uh, tools that are surrounding the actual cannabis industry. Right. So long term tools. So instead of um, you know the growing the actual let's say the the uh, they're not the gold miners right they're, they're selling shovels, like to, they're selling like shovels to the gold miners essentially basically oh, okay like so the, te- the so the equipment and stuff that they exactly. use to exactly. make the dispensary work and or apps everything. to connect people exactly. like yeah, one of, everything one of their do. investments that they uh, talked about were was uh, LeafLink they gave mm-hmm. them, this is essentially the marketplace platform for. Um, uh, vendors to get connected to other brands and companies. So essentially, if uh, Walmart wanted to go out and they wanted to connect and get like uh, access to vendors, they would go on this platform. Right. Uh, or if you were a dispensary and you're looking for something like you know uh, containers or uh, you know glassware and stuff like that for your um, space, that platform would essentially allow you to go out and find those people. Or like if someone created an app that was like an Uber so you can find where it's being dispensed. <laughs> exactly. Did I just give an idea? Damn it. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but then you can get investment from that. Yes, That exactly. is so awesome. Exactly. Yeah. You think you want to put cannabis on your LED lights maybe so that you can get a, an uh, investment? <laughs> you start thinking, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put cannabis in everything I do. Yeah. <laughs> the other headline that hit the airwaves as well um, was that Jay-Z's Rock Nation and First Round Capital invested $3 million in a bail reform startup, which is, which is called Promise. Mm-hmm. So it's like an app that mm-hmm. helps people that got out of jail, my understanding, right? Like, uh, they're they're working to, you know, uh, bring a lot of change to the actual... Um, prison the, and bail process. The bail process yeah. and the actual just space because there's a, there's a lot of money that ends up getting wasted for incarcerating people before they're actually, like, committed they're uh, actually convicted, convicted of crimes. Yeah, yeah. so they're like, just waiting for their, their yeah, trial. Yeah, they're sitting in jail waiting, waiting essentially because they can't afford to get out or anything millions like that. Millions and billions of dollars are yeah. wasted on incarcerating people like that. So this startup is looking to you know disrupt that space, and it's a big deal when somebody like Jay Z, who's a proponent for like uh, prison reform, mm-hmm. is putting his money where his mouth is mm-hmm. and like you know actually investing in companies yeah. that are looking to disrupt that space. I, I love that. Yeah. That's dope. And then the third one, which also includes Jay Z, he Jay Z teamed up with Diddy and is creating an app to help locate Black-owned businesses. Now that's yeah, a I super that's high awesome. five. Yeah, yeah. that's Absolutely. like a, a Angie's List or a Black Wall Street. Yeah, like you can find <laughs> any all any, black any business that you're looking for in the community to be able to support your community. That's a, I think that's an awesome idea. Yep. And that'll Absolutely. definitely um, build the revenue of these. Communities Absolutely. to keep people employed, the the businesses open. That's the most important thing, right? It gives thing, people right? in the community the ability to actually support their black-owned and black-friendly businesses that mm-hmm. are like existing in their local economy, and that's a that's a big deal. And I think it's even a bigger deal when you have like really high-profile uh, rappers and entertainers actually taking the time to say like, "Hey, we care about technology. This is a big thing," and when they're involved then that, like, opens up the doors for all these other kids and people who have, like, been following their entire careers. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, my gosh, they're getting into a tech? Well... I had this tech idea. Why not uh, just add, make my own thing? It's smart. It's smart business sense from a from a rapper standpoint. I mean, Jay Z and Diddy been around for a while. I mean, mm-hmm. since I've been a younger kid. Yeah. And but it's not the common path for most rappers. I mean, if you start, you know, you think about it, you have a 
certain amount of money that you make being a rapper, take that money, use it wisely. You know, yeah, don't exactly. spend it on on things that look. I mean, jewelry and cars. Exactly, that stuff fades uh-huh. away. Buy assets. Buy things that are gonna multiply that are going to give back and help your community but you know what else i think is really amazing too that they let it be public because they could have been investing in this and we would have never known Mm -hmm. and it would have went under i think this is sparking ideas and people on how to build a business or something they never thought of you see your favorite rapper doing it maybe it sort of inspires you to maybe oh well let me look into that let me let me try this or let me uh see how to do how to get into these businesses it's, yeah, it's definitely. really a good thing that's a big deal yeah. so so ledger um how do you build a tech company here in miami these are questions slowly and carefully slowly <laughs> and carefully um should fear be involved well i mean fear is fear is fear is involved in everything it, yeah. it shouldn't stop you from anything though definitely. i mean that's the thing uh Look at it as a growing process. You're mm-hmm. going to learn. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to fail in some cases, and you're going to keep going. As long as you keep going, you're going to be successful. you got to trust the, trust the process, as a friend of mine says. Quitting is not the, an option. If no, something bad happens in that process, a learn speed bump, it, not a stop going. sign. Mm-hmm. I like Absolutely. that. I say that at all my you know pep rallies and everything. You know how many bad things happen to me, you guys? Like They see me on <laughs> oh, the radio, man. and they think everything was rosy, and I just landed here. No, lots <laughs> of things went wrong. Mm-hmm. And so... Okay, so let's start young. Mm -hmm. So right now we go into a middle school and you two are speaking to young people that may not even, because their parents aren't up on it. How do you start a person from the beginning to be sparked with this? Easy. Uh, (laughs) Give them the chance to actually build something. Mm -hmm. So uh, part of what we do when we go into like schools and like organizations that we work with Mm -hmm. is that we start talking about things that like matter to them and talk about people that they care about. So when we start talking about like uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce and then start comparing them to people who are in technology, they're like, oh, wait, that's how much people in tech are making? They're making billions of dollars? Wow. Oh, okay, and and you need how many Jay-Zs to equal uh, (laughs) one of Mark Zuckerberg? When they start hearing stuff like that, they're like, oh my my gosh. Maybe I don't have to hit the stage. Yeah, maybe I can start hitting them computers. And then Mm -hmm. after they understand, like, how much money can be made in tech and that these people who are entertainers are starting to turn their uh, focus towards tech, they're like, okay, maybe I should care about this. And then when you give the kids a chance to sit down in front of a computer and start coding and build their first, like, website, when they see that things that they type in the computer can actually create something yeah. that's when the spark goes no, off I'm and they're like it. i want to learn more what else can i do what else can i make and they, they and they come up with some fabulous ideas i can tell you because their like, brains are so fresh and yeah. pure Absolutely. get the awesomest ideas yep. so if like for example if i had an idea of an app or a website do i just go to overtown get some lunch at jackson's cross the street <laughs> yeah. and go to you guys like what is your nonprofit actually So uh, what we uh, currently do is Mm -hmm. uh, we have our classes and workshops for Mm -hmm. um, kids, teens, and adults. Uh, We have our summer classes coming up, so um, those uh, dates and registration uh, are going to be opening up soon. Um, Those are mostly up in uh, Broward. We have a few camps that we're going to be doing down in Miami. So Mm -hmm. if anybody's interested in any of that, they can go to codefevermiami.com slash events to start uh, uh, going on to our uh, mailing list so that they can get info on when registration starts opening up. Give that out again. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> No, because uh, people are probably running to get their pen or putting it somewhere. Yeah, so codefevermiami.com slash events. 
Uh, you can go there and enter in your email to get onto our mailing list to get info on when we open up registration for all of our classes. That's one way for you know kids and adults to get involved when we do our classes. Mm-hmm. If you just want to start learning about stuff and you know get some valuable information on starting your business or um, you know, just get connected to other people because you may not necessarily have the skills to build your own app. You might need a technical co-founder. You could definitely come to uh, or many events that we're doing at Airspace. Yes. That we could do yes. uh, plenty. So you can check us out on uh, Code Fever Miami on uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram, and uh, Black Tech Week um, to get a taste of all the different events that we're doing because um, we have uh, plenty. What do we have coming up? We have our Black Tech Office Hours this month. It's specifically uh, a part two of our Mask Off Lab for educators. So giving educators the tools to essentially uh, start up their own side hustles and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. Teachers, educators, are you listening? Say that again, please. You called it the Mask Off. Yeah, Mask Off Lab. Mask Off Lab. I like that. So again, part two because part one already happened. Yeah, part one happened during Black Tech Week. If you missed it, this is part two. Come out to it. (laughs) So basically, like you just said, you're giving like educators and people who more than likely need a second income mm-hmm. to learn how to get a second income mm-hmm. through technology. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Because we always talk about how educators don't necessarily get paid well, so mm-hmm. instead of complaining about it, why not start your own side hustle? Because everybody needs a side hustle. Do you have to be an educator to attend that? No, you do not have to be an educator okay. to attend that. But I was like, hello. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel I, left out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but We do a, like a whole host of events, so we mm-hmm. always have our monthly office hours, which is a big thing, and then we have our, well, it's going to be too late for that because it's happening on Saturday, our uh, Black Tech Family Day, mm-hmm. which is our uh, monthly event where we, you know, invite families to come in and, you know, check out our different tech stations that we um, set up with ourselves and our, you know, tech partners around the uh, community and everything. So how do you find the, because obviously nonprofit means you you get donations to stay current and afloat and everything mm-hmm. else. Where do you guys get your funding from? Like, how do you guys... Do companies just come to you because they hear what you're doing, or do you go out and Felicia's out there now at a meeting oh, trying to get yeah we we got to go dollars. we grind for that oh I knew that <laughs> no. that's not just given that's uh, been a really big grind so you know our our team is absolutely amazing Felicia Hatcher Derek mm-hmm. Pearson her husband uh, Stark Smith uh, they're all out there um, you know getting our grant dollars and stuff so we've mm-hmm. uh, you know gotten a really big um, Grant from the Knight Foundation, uh, Simpkins Family Foundation is another mm-hmm. one who's, uh, you know, donated to us and allowed us, you know, open our new co-working space. And then, of course, you know, our other companies like the uh, the uh, Overtown CRA and uh, a whole host of other companies, you know, uh, you know. I don't necessarily want to, you know, go into yeah. all of them. No, there's no, a, no. Quite but few... I was just like, how do you guys get funding? Because uh, so... technology is big, but like yeah. in our communities, it's not really big. No, it's grants. It's a lot of uh, grants and, of course, you know, um, individual donations from, uh, you know, larger companies and stuff like that. But we're definitely looking to open up our donations for people in the community to support what we're doing. Let's say that if you want, if you, where do they go to donate? CoFeedMiami.com. Fevermiami.com, y'all. And and um, I was going to say, you're right up the street from the Overtown Youth Center. Do yes, you guys do anything with the kids from the Overtown Youth Center? Have you connected yes. yet? Or Yes. Uh, so uh, part of what we're doing is um, we're going to start doing uh, different uh, classes in the area. And then, of course, we have, you know, partner events uh, during their 
uh, Miami job readiness. Oh, mm-hmm. well, I'm sorry. Their Miami work readiness fair. We okay. uh, went out and we did our own little booth there, you know, talked to the kids and all that stuff. Uh, and of course, we're going to be doing a lot of other stuff with them because they're a fixture in the community and we're just, you know, offering some awesome programming for the kids in the community. So, of course, there's, you know, that natural partnership that's going on. So, Ledger, what does your company consist of? Is it like for a group of friends or like how does this well, work? Can uh, someone <laughs> walk in and intern for you guys or to learn what you guys well, are? Well, right now, it? our company is more uh, engineers, a couple, two lawyers and engineers, essentially. Okay. Um, as far as interning with us, not so much just yet, um, just because we're still getting everything running. Like the product is up, we're selling everything like that, but we don't really have any any internships being offered just yet. Are you like in a factory or an office room building stuff? Or like, what do well, you guys, we have, what is... We have a factory that we have in Hialeah, uh-huh. um, but we also have our research and development lab, which is up in uh, Fort Lauderdale, where all the engineers sit down and we brainstorm about different ideas and come up with different things. We build all our prototypes there, test them out for a little bit, and then when we go to production, we move to Hialeah. So that's Ayalia. Yeah, I mean, we want to keep everything local. I hear <laughs> that. So when you have meetings like with like Dade County Mayor and yeah. blah blah blah, who's the one speaking and presenting and selling oh, them on what you well, the product? First, the, the the product. Once we start talking about it mm-hmm. and actually bring a demo and show it to them, sort of it it it's interesting to see the click in people's minds when they when they're like, oh, oh. I get it. You know, what is the product? A light bulb? It's literally a light, a street light. Oh, the fixture. It's the literally thing. a street light. We bring the street light to the to the meetings and say, "Hey, this is what we want to do. This is, we know that you're having a problem, and this is our solution." And we do a demo for them, and they love it. Um, I haven't had any issues with it just yet. I don't plan on. I don't foresee any. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? We're gonna pay some bills right now. We're we've been talking technology. Um, I'm really enjoying this. When we come back, we're gonna find out some more. I'm speaking to Ledger Kellier and Ryan Hall. We'll be right back. Community matters.